player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 36 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? I'm okay. A little tired. A little, a little tired. Uh, if you guys remember, if you were listening to us back in February, yeah, February, I uh, had hernia surgery. Mm. That sucked, except it sucks even more now because it seems like my pain is back. So stay tuned for what happens with that. Is it like a... Would you describe this as say, a, a phantom pain? No, because it's definitely still there and it definitely hurts. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Oops. pain in the ass, and I was like, "That's no. not that's this pain. No, that's the, not where this hurts. Pain in the gut. This, pain in the what's it? Um, got a haircut also. Finally, looking good. It was way too long. Well, it had been too long since I got my haircut, and the hair was also too long. Uh, so I got that done. It was a really exciting weekend. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to Bed Bath & Beyond? I, there was just not enough time. Never, enough, never time. enough time. What'd you do? What are you up to? Oh, I almost did it, too. What? I, uh, well, let's just get to that. Shout out to Jess. Thank you. She hooked me up with some Four Roses Small Batch. I've heard it's very good. comes highly recommended. I've been wanting to try it for a while. But we said we would. I told Sean, don't bring any anything to drink because I got you. I got you. I got you, playa. So, uh, yeah. Taste got test. Got fam. Yeah, let's do Stop. It. Don't. No. Hold on. Hard stop. No fam. Don't do the fam thing. You ain't my family. You ain't my family. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's smooth. Smooth. Doesn't taste like burning. That's good. That'll make some good uh, old fashions, too. I almost called a white Russian. I always do that. I don't know why. I told you different. What what is wrong? Do you have? Do, I, I hit it. You can't <laughs> it go like one podcast. I told you. What do you got? Corn in your teeth or something? What are you doing? Uh, close corn tortilla. Tostada. Well, I don't think that's what it is, but that's what. So I went to Moe's for lunch yesterday. Welcome to Moe's. Got the I burrito just, bowl. I just had the back of the box up. I hope you didn't look. I at didn't my phone. see it. Um, got the burrito bowl. Just eat it with the chips, and of course, I take one good <laughs> bite, oh, I hate and I get that, that little piece of. Tortilla that go, uh, it's like just a triangle under that goes straight my, up in there. Yeah, and it's like up under. I mean, I'm sure it's not anymore, but the remnant, the you feel like your teeth are permanently like pushed apart. Right, I feel like I have like a little flap of roof ceiling of my mouth. Thank you. We covered that in an yeah. earlier podcast. Yeah, and so I keep trying to. It's like right behind my teeth, so I can't get to it to grab it. But I've never had. Me. It's usually between teeth. I don't have it. No, this is like under, oh, yeah, like between hurt. one tooth, and like gum, between, between the two teeth, teeth but behind it. oh yeah wow yeah, that hurt that's like playstation vr uh level of quality level of detail that's gonna bother me um yeah so what i do this weekend uh Brittany, my fiance was out of town so i had a wild and crazy Woo! weekend of uh video game playing good um i've been playing the witcher some more um do you have an opinion yet on it? So I was starting to um, it's kind of sour on the game. I you going to say kind of suck. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm just not getting this. And part of it is it's just, it seems very complicated. Like you get, yes. you can pick up all these different flowers and plants and you kill enemies and then you get the loot from them and it can be like their brain or their eyeball or their tooth or their pelt or, 
and then you find like treasures and you open them and rarely is it like a weapon or an armor it's usually like silver ingot or rope or whatever and so i just end up with all these items that i'm assuming eventually if i find the right person i can say hey make me a sword okay well do you have this 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 and this i do here you go and then whatever but i haven't found anybody that does that yet um everything that i could buy i can never buy any weapons i just buy other random like pieces of what's it that i think i could combine into, <laughs> i love uh, that I, I hope you guys know what that's from if you don't it's the the website selected please look up be. homestarrunner.com yeah um so I never find anybody that I can just buy a weapon from or buy armor from. And whenever, I don't know. I, I never know what I should even buy from these people anyway because there's so much stuff and I never know what I'm going to need, what I'm not going to need. Um, it seems like it takes a very long time to level up. I'm several hours into the game and I'm level five right now. How high do the levels go? Do you know? I don't know, but you get one ability point every time you level up. And there are four pages of... Oh, wow. Um, Good luck with that. Four pages of like a maybe five by five grid of like things you can upgrade. And most of them take more than one to upgrade. So, I don't know. I would say at least maybe like a hundred. Maybe it doesn't go that high because you can also get ability points some other way. But I guarantee you can get to at least level like 50, 60, 70 maybe. But I'm at five. It just seems like it's a very slow-moving game. I'm starting to get the hang of the combat better. Um, so I started reading online, and basically what I found out is this game is very hard. It's not just me. And the general consensus I found from people who are saying... <laughs> I started typing into Google, you know how it comes, with up, comes up with the suggestions. I said, why do I suck at... And it finished... The and sure enough, Witcher 3. I'm like, okay, well, that's a good sign. So other people have asked the same question, and people are like, no, it's a hard game. So basically I just decided, Is you know Is it just what? hard I'm, because you haven't leveled up yet? Or does it progress maybe. as you progress? I'm sure it will, yeah. yeah. So bottom line is I just turned the difficulty all the way down. I'm playing on easy now. I've still died a couple times, so it's not like it's so easy that I just breeze through it, but... I like it a lot more now that I've turned the difficulty down, for sure. But it just seems like I've already unlocked like side quests that I can undertake in theory whenever I want. But like the recommended level is thirty. Don't you? You will get. Well, murdered. I know, but why yeah. even? Why is that even an option? That's, I'm not going to be one a, of the things. I think it was Colin talked about when this game first came out. He's like, why? I'm not going to be able to do that mission until 2018, probably. So it's fun to play. It's just not. It is maybe it's just a huge game and I underestimated it. Maybe it, it, it is really does game. just move very very slowly, um, but it is fun. Um, I have yet to get to a point where I could see. Wow, I get why this was game of the year. I get why this was getting perfect tens. It's good, and maybe I'll change my tune as I progress a little more. But I don't know. It's fun. I keep coming back to it, so it must be good. Um, I also played, before I came over, I played some Bravos. Um, oh, so by the time we post this, we will also have posted our inaugural 
I don't know if that's the right word. Our first ever. No, it's inaugural. Inaugural makes it sound like we're gonna do it once every once a year or something. Um, Hopefully, our first uh, let's play video of. Uh, so check that out if uh, you haven't already watched it by the time you're watching this. It was we had the most. It was most fun we've had making a video yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, this whole it's, podcasting thing has been worth it now that we yeah. did that. It's that just was funny fun. because I see these people doing less plays and stuff, and I'm like, now I get it because it is just fun because obviously we're not professionals. This is our first let's play, but it's like, but that's how much fun we have when we've been playing in this game in the living room before we ever even thought about actually putting this stuff on YouTube. Right. It's just, it's just so much fun that that game is so much fun. We're getting close to beating it. We may do a couple more of those. Not sure. Just to finish uh, it off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, continue. with Brothers. Um, so I started playing single player earlier today. I started over, but just did arcade mode. So you don't fly around and choose. Your, it's just, oh, you just level to order, level back okay. to back to back. And do you then, still do the covert ops in that? I hadn't. That I, I haven't don't know, because I haven't done arcade. Okay. Um, and then I played a little bit again right before I came over and did online. Game's fun with four people, but it's almost a little too hectic. And I don't know if it was my internet connection or somebody else's, but the game lags a lot. And it's like, I can tell what's happening is people are blowing up blocks on their screen, but they're not showing up as blown up on mine. Okay. And people are like jumping through where on my screen, there are still blocks. So it's like the screens aren't synced up. They must get have a little a bad connection. Cause when we played online, the two of us, it was fine. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. So check out our let's play on bro force. If you haven't yet, did I say it? bro force? Yeah, it's bro force. Check it out. Well, if you no, it's seen it yet. Bro, bro force. I did say it wrong. Yeah, you did. Bro force. Check it out. Play it. If you haven't played it, Sean, I need your help. Okay, so I'm, I'm go- here. I'm going to a wedding at the end of this month in North Carolina. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Twist it like it around your head like a helicopter. That was spring break to sophomore year. I don't remember what. You did it again. Did I hit that? You, yes, it went bow, bow, bow. You hit this thing. That thing. <laughs> no, okay. Sorry, listeners. Uh, I want, because I have a new 3DS XL. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jess. I want to download an SNES game. SNES. A SNES game on my 3DS and play it on the flight there and back. Two flights there, two flights back. Probably seven, eight hours of flights. So here's the games that are available on the 3DS from the SNES. F-Zero, Pilot Wings, Mario World, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong Country 2, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, Contra 3, Donkey Kong Country 3, Mega Man 7, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, The Legend of the Mystical Ninja, Final Fight, Kirby's Dream Course, Mega Man X, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and Super Street Fighter 2. Those last three are awesome games. I'll probably download them at some point, but I'm thinking more like a game that I've actually missed out on. Okay. So, games you've missed out on. Yeah. So obviously, Mario World is always good. All the Street Fighters, Zeldas, Metroid. Okay, scratch them. As far as what's left, don't say Earthbound. I won't say Earthbound because I don't think you'll like it. Right, it's a great game, but it's I don't think you'll like it. The best game from there that will be fun, keep you busy, and no learning curve you're gonna say what i'm leaning towards i think donkey kong country nope that's not what i was thinking two. Oh, skip the first one i don't think i've even i've played the first that's one that's what i was saying i don't think you played play, maybe you, yeah maybe you played one. i definitely played because tim had it shout two, out to tim i hope you're watching these two is the best one was like groundbreaking and all that but two took 
everything about one and improved upon it. And then three tried to do that, and it's not a bad game, but two is the best. It is, it's Mario World with Donkey Kong, basically. It's the overhead map. You go from, like, level to level. There's little bonus things you can do. You can go back to every level, and if you find all, like, the hidden DK coins, you can unlock, like, bonus worlds or something, I think. Uh, that is an awesome, like, that mm. is probably top five platformers of all time, I would say. Wow. Like side-scrolling, you know, 2D platformers. So what I was leaning towards, and I don't know why I've got a hankering for this lately, because we had it on PC, but Mega Man X is what I was kind of leaning towards. I don't know why. Something about me wants to play Mega Man. I don't have the anniversary collection yet. I'll get it at some point. Yeah. Something about me is leaning towards X, and I don't know why. Maybe X going to give it to you. I hope the NX is going to give it to us. Throw up the X for kind of funny. Okay, don't. Should have done that. Should have, what? Let's play. I was wearing my Getty shirt. Is that? Did he actually have that shirt? Or is it? I, I've seen pictures of him wearing that shirt, and I was like, "Hey, I have that shirt." And the actual shirt. I was wearing it the other night. Um, Where'd you get the shirt from? Express. I was going to say Express. It's probably it's Tim Getty shirt. Um, no, I think. Um, Mega Man X is good. It's really good. Um, but I think if you really... I don't think it'll last you that long. Well, and I have played it, too. And you've played it. I would say Donkey Kong Country 2. Do you even play Donkey Kong that, or do you just play you Diddy? You Donkey Kong. Okay. Do you play Diddy and what's, the, uh, what's Dixie. her name? Dixie. Trixie. Okay. Dixie. Oh, Dixie was our dog. And Fitzy. I don't remember Dixie. Dixie was before Fitzy. Golden was it before Trigger. me? No, you were alive. I it was when we Fitzy. had Cass. Big Cass? S-A-W-F. He's seven feet tall. And you, and you can't, can't teach that. that. Don't break I'm not going to hit any microphones. Don't break my iPad. Um, yeah, Donkey Kong Country 2. So, okay. Part of me wants to just download Link to the Past again and play it on something else. I think it would be tough on that screen because the sprites and everything aren't as big as Link Between Worlds. Right, but I'm sure. I mean, I've got the bigger screen and stuff, and I'm interested to see what's up. I with think this it whole would pixel be fine. perfect thing. Um, but I'm going to download something. I'm going to play it on the plane. So, yeah. you want to know what I've been playing this week? What have you been playing? Twilight Princess, because that's all I've been playing. Okay, so I did the last of the light catching. Th- I was in the middle of that last week. Yep. So I did the last of that. All I can think about is this. I got this mutant thing. I can't remember if we talked about that or not. I got this mutant eyebrow. I think you took... No, there it is. Yeah, Yeah, okay. It's tucked in, though. Oh, jeez. So I did the last of the trial... Tears of Fear of Light. Tears for Fear? Yeah. And then you get to the end, there's one more, and it's like, oh, let's warp back here. Minda's not as annoying as Navi, but she's pretty annoying. Hey, listen. So then, yeah... I had to fight the huge, gross bug thing. Do you remember that? Kind of. In the middle familiar. of Lake Hillia, all of a sudden you go to where the last one is, and you you turn on your oh yeah, thing, and yeah. then it's that was a pretty easy fight. You just it comes up, you do the jump thing. I didn't even know you could do this until not that long ago. You could attack with A when you're Wolf Link, and he'll jump up and bite, 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 bite. Oh yeah, I've been just been being everybody just the the jump attack. Oh yeah, you like, can like jump sucks. on it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fine beat that and then that of course opened up the ability for me to go into 
the lake bed temple also known as the water temple okay so let's hear about it i've been wanting to hear about this because i don't remember what it is in this game so it starts off you have to swim in and you've got the i don't know what the names of any enemies are you're better at this time the things that are underwater that electrocute you and stuff I don't know what they're called. And you got the big, uh, like the big oyster thing that's chasing him. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You thing. can't attack anything when I'm swimming. I can't use my sword. It's just, it's just annoying. So I swim through that. I get in there. I don't remember how it first opens, but then you go into the main area where there's the staircase and there's like two levels and you don't have the hook shot yet. What is the like atmosphere? Is it just like a cave or Gears. something? It's, it's, it's a cave. But the big thing is these huge gears that are all over the place, and some of them are vertical, and you got to get the water to flow to spin it so you can get to the next area. You jump on these, you jump and you pull these switches down, and then the stairs they they turn in the room, and then you can uh, go to a different area. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was I all. Remember that? That was fine and dandy, except I, I got the hook shot, which is the claw shot. Why the hell is it the claw shot? Is there a super claw shot in this one? Like, there's usually there's a super hook shot in Ocarina. I don't care about spoilers. I'm just wondering. I'm trying to think. It you should be able to tell. I mean, does it work like the hook shot or the long shot? Like, if you see something far away, are you? Is there no way you're grabbing it? There's no way I'm grabbing it. Then I think you probably will get okay. an upgraded one. So I got that, and I get to this one point in the level where I think there was like there was a pillar in my way, and I didn't know where I should go next. And I looked up, and there was a thing like a hookshot thing target. So I shoot I, and I looked up, I'm like, wonder if I can get past. Cause like there's the pillar is here and the thing is barely sticking out on the other side of it. And I aimed really quickly. And all of a sudden I saw the yellow things. I was like, Ooh, maybe I can get to it. And I kept track and track. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. And then all of a sudden the yellow thing lit up. I was like, bam. And I kind of went through the pillar to get to this thing, to get to another area. I should not have ever been there because then I was stuck. I got to a point where, because I hadn't gone back out and made it so those gears turned, yeah. where you would hook shot up and then you can, you know. You Were go, they metal gears? Metal gears. So I went and I, I got lost in this underwater swimming thing because underwater swimming is what everybody loves in every freaking game. Speaking of Metal Gear, solid too. Uh, I got lost. So then I, I called on the Ukachu or whatever it's called. I was like, just get me the hell out of here. So, but then it took me all the way back outside of the temple. I thought it just takes you back to the beginning. To the beginning. You know the little chicken thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it just took you back to the beginning of the temple. No, it takes you outside the temple. So I was like, no, take me back. And then it took me back to where, I, like, a different area where I was. I was like, oh, wait a minute. So I dropped down a hole, and that's where the big key was. Because first I got to the room where the big key was. And it's like, it's on an elevated platform. You're in water with these barracuda things that just get on you and they just eat you and they kill you. And I couldn't get up there and I couldn't get out. So I got out, went back in. And then all of a sudden I was where I could fall down a hole, get the big key, swim out. and Or no, then I said, okay, now I've got the big key. I went back. That's when I found out I was definitely stuck because the gears weren't turning yet. So I had forgotten to do a water thing and I got to somewhere I shouldn't have been. Okay. So then I said, the heck with it. I'll just warp out. So I called the Ukachu, Ukukachu, whatever it's called. And I warped out. And I was like, I'm going to go back in and I'm going to start from the beginning. Then I figured out what I missed. I got the water starting. The, the gears went, all this stuff, and everything was fine. And then I got to the, the boss. Do you remember this boss? Twilight, um, Morpheal, 
Morpheus. Milfeed. Morfeed. Mm, no. Milfeed, something like that. What is it? It's you first, so you, you open the boss door, and then you just fall down forever. And as you're falling down, you see this one little, like at a used car place. This these Wacky things. wavy inflatable yeah. and floating too. But it's man. just one arm doing this. Uh, okay. I'm like, okay. And then I get down there, and then like six of the arms come up. It's like, and then the, the, the big, like the face thing comes up. And there's an eyeball that goes through each of the Okay. Things. Okay. So you hook shot it, pull it out, hack it. Like in every Zelda. Like in every, literally, every, except for the first two. I think every Zelda's had this boss. Every Zelda that's had a hook shot has had a Zelda. Has I knew a right when I got it, I was like, okay, well, I know what this thing boss is going to be. Slash it up. So, but then you, you, after you slash it the first time, he goes back in, and then it spits out a bunch of fish bombs. So you're always auto-targeting one of them, and you're like, oh, crap, you got to wait for the wreck. And then you grab it, pull it out. If you do it like, you hit it four times, it goes down. I'm like, well, I know I'm not done with this thing yet and the longest great like scariest fish dragon thing comes out this like when it just keeps going and going i'm like holy crap and now i'm like i remember i've seen videos of this so what you got to do is you got a hook shot and its eye is like in the back like between like picture where between your shoulder blades are if you're listening to this on audio services it's like back here so you got to hook shot the eye, go down, slash it. You got to do that three times to beat it. Except the best way to do it is to kind of be facing this fish worm thing. And if you're doing that, it opens. It's like seven mouths and, and it sucks you in. It spits you out and you go way up high and you got to swim back down. But I figured it out that right before he starts sucking you in was the best time to hit him with a claw shot. You go there and you hack him. You do it three times and you beat it. Hmm. So... So worse than Ocarina Water Temple? Worse, but I almost think it was just worse because I glitched it without even trying right. to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, I understood. You probably found, like, the one. Yeah, one sliver of a pixel could that I could hit. To be able to hit that, yeah. So, but it was finally a challenging boss. The first two bosses, like I've said, were, were both pretty crappy. And so it's good to actually have a fight. I died because I don't ever want to waste my, my potion or... Uh, the you kill the little oily things and you pick them up and they give you eight hearts if you put it in your the bottle. Yeah, the little the gel things. things. Yeah. So then you beat it and you've got the three. It's just like every other Zelda. You've got the three things. So now the next part opens up. So you you warp out and Zant is there waiting for you. This whole thing was pretty scary. Not not to mention the other thing I forgot to talk about. I had it written down here, but I forgot to talk about it. The when you get the story of the goddesses, yep, that was freaky as hell because you've got Ilya is like standing there with you, and then all of a sudden she looks in you, her eyes go white, and she's got a sword, and then your eyes go white, and then you look over, and there's these three shadow links, and then she's like appearing upside down, and then there's multiple of her, and it's just really freaky. But the thing that was cool is it's the same music as when they're talking about the goddesses, anytime they talk about the goddesses in Ocarina of Time, it was that same music. So I was like, oh, now I'm getting nostalgic for a game I just played for the first time three months ago or whatever. Yeah. So that was really cool. But yeah, this whole thing, when you get warped out there, and I'm just going to say right now my prediction is that Zant is Ganon. If that's obvious, oh well. But then like his little, his freaky mask thing opens up and his mouth doesn't look like Ganon, but I think it's a false flag. I think he's Ganon. So check back in like freaking 40 more hours when I beat this stupid game. 
that whole thing was scary. I didn't want him to kill Midna. I stopped and turned off his like 1030 last night. I was so tired, but I'm like, I got to see the end of this cut scene. So then it, uh, you warp with Midna, like the light dragon thing or whatever warps you outside like Hyrule Castle. I was like, we got to go see the princess. She's the only one that can take you back to your form. So I know I'm going to go there. I'm going to see Zelda. That's what I'm going to be able to switch between and everything. And I hope it picks up. I hope from now on it's just dungeon, 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 dungeon to beat this game. Because I'm now 16 and a half. Or I'm like, no, I don't even remember now. Maybe 18 hours in, I've beaten three dungeons. Yeah. I like it. I definitely like it. I almost think just out of love for Zelda, this is going to be on my top five games of the year list just because I don't feel like I can put Ocarina or Link Between Worlds on there because they both came out many years ago. Um, but I've had a rekindling of my love for Zelda this year, and I want that to be represented. Okay. Does that, any of that sound familiar? So do you remember that? Do you remember the Zan sort of picture scene? the boss. I definitely remember the level with, like, the staircase and, like, water falls out of, like... Yes, and it goes down, and then you, yeah. like, slide down you can, and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Okay, I remember that level now. Boss kind of sounds familiar. I'm sure if I saw it, I totally remember it. Um, I think to some extent the game does pick up now because I think you're done doing the whole light tears thing. Like God, I hope so. I think you can start transforming on demand now. Um, however, that is what... I think there are fewer levels. I'm almost positive there are fewer levels in this game than Ocarina. When I looked so up... So the reason this game is so much longer is because of all the stuff you have to do between dungeons. So it's not like now that you're done with that, you just go dungeon, dungeon, dungeon. No, that's what you don't have to do. You don't have to do that kind of stuff anymore. I don't want to do any. I'm not going to do a single mini game. I don't care about fishing. I don't care. I I want to play. To me, Zelda isn't the mini games and all that stuff and like arrow training and all that. I I don't do that in any of them. I want to play. And and people crap on Zeldas because they don't really have stories or it's always the same thing over and over again. I want to play the core game. Yep. That's what I want to do. All right, let's see if I can... It's not going to play. But here's the first form. And it's more feel. More feel. No, it's not working. I don't know. Just look up more feel when you get a chance. I'll do that. So I think it's going to pick up. I think I'm going to really like this game the rest of the way. I'm glad I'm through the Water Temple. Like I said, I would say it's worse than Ocarina, but it just might be my fault because I was where I shouldn't have been. Halpert face. What else you got? I haven't played anything else this week. Um... So I think I have a funny story. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. You, you forgot this. So I'll preface he this had a with funny a, story in the middle middle of Bro Force, and then I just I couldn't huge, concentrate. He had a bro and, fart, and he just was yeah, he lost it. Um, so mini. Uh, yep, I see it. Um, okay, all right. There. Um, so, buddy mini. of mine at work. Okay. Um. This is really good, by the way. It really is. Thank you, Jess. Um, I just rubbed it on. That would make a good cologne. It would not. Um, I'm not You're going to forget the story again. Check your oh, phone. No, you texted I remember, yourself. I remember, I remember. Okay. So a buddy of mine at work the other day IMs me and says, hey, because we've talked about video games and stuff in the past. And Are forever. you that cool podcaster on the internet? No, he did not say that. Um, he said, hey, do you play FF? I'm like, yeah. And then he says, oh, okay, cool. He's like, I'm thinking about getting a league together. Oh. And that was when it occurred to me he meant fantasy football. Yeah. So 
Luckily, the answer to that was still yes, and I didn't go on after I said, yes, I play FF. Seven's awesome. Ten's really good. Seven's uh, probably... I'm glad I stopped like short of 2007 that. 2007 was a um, good year? Yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. That was funny. Um, kind of funny. The main funny story, so the night we recorded Broforce, um, I went to like a mixer thing after work, and everybody was drinking. It was a grand old time. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm driving home through, not Memphis, but Memphis. Not downtown, but still Memphis. Right. Um, windows down, music blaring, and whatever. Uh, so I'm listening to some pretty, you know, white music. Oh, I was going to say, did you have an office space moment when he's like, damn, it feels good to be no. a gangster. No, the exact opposite of that. So I'm already listening to like, I don't know who other like Twenty One Pilots or Chiverches, Churches. That's just or that's how I say it. He makes two door cinema club, whatever. And then I just don't care. I'm like, whatever. There's probably nobody cares about this music, but I'm enjoying it. I got a blast in windows down, whatever. Uh, of course, I come to a red light. I just have like a auto like all my playlist on random. Oh no! I come to a red light. Cars are stopped all around. Windows are down. One song ends. And... I know what you're going to say. The next song that comes on... I just don't know which song it's going to be. I think it's probably the opposite of what you're thinking. Are you thinking like DMX or something? No. No. <laughs> on comes... And there's a story to why this is even on my phone. It starts with a T. On comes... No. Well, kind of, but... Not T-Swift? Nope. Oh. No, I wish. Oh. It can be like Disney or something. On comes... Can you feel... <laughs> the Benny Hill Show song. <laughs> the... That's a great song. And this is blaring. And I turned it down immediately. I... Eyes forward, didn't look left or right. Don't make eye contact. Yeah, don't, don't want to make contact. eye contact. Um, but yeah, luckily it turned green not long after that. And and, you sped the hell. And then the highway. I got on the highway not long after. But um, yeah, not a girl. Oh yeah. So why is that on my phone? Um, I just wanted to make a stupid video a while back where I took like a or Brittany took a time lapse video of me at um, uh, what's it called? Get Air. Like a trampoline oh, park this thing. This a fantastic video, by the way. Yeah, and I'm just bouncing, bouncing, yeah. bouncing. I'm like, take a time lapse video of me. This is going to be awesome. So I'm just by myself out there, just bouncing all over for like two minutes. And then when she plays it back, it's just me going, just bouncing all over the place, whatever. So I took that, put it on the computer, got the Benny Hill theme show song in there, combined them. And it actually it came it out fantastic. fantastic. It, it looked great. It was great. But I never actually removed it like from my library, so occasionally it will come on randomly. It's come on randomly in the past when I've just been like out for a run, which that's a little disconcerting, but at least I'm the You're only like, one that hears that. But yeah, driving through Memphis, and that song comes on at night, windows down. Awkward. T-Swift would have been awesome. T-Swift would have been so much better. I thought you were gonna be like, because I'm like, okay, what Taylor Swift song starts out very Taylor Swift? You know, like I think of, say we got bad blood, 
and you don't even have time to, you know, like to, oh oh gosh, you, like you hear tear. Oh, I mean, on this one's just as bad. Just So the funny thing, Rasan also did that. Shout right out to Rasan. Well, one time we're, that was we, what we gave get, the idea. We get snow here once a, if we're lucky, once Blue a winter. Moon. Well, we were at work one time, and there was a snow day the day before. School was, like, out for four days, so I was like, I got to get out of this house. <laughs> All the kids are here. I just got to go to work. Um, so I got to work. My buddy Rasan was there, who was on for our Batman vs. Superman review. And it was just the funniest thing. So he looks out there. We're not doing any work because it's a snow day, and it's whatever. But he looks out there, and these snow plows are going back and forth and back and forth in, in the parking lot. And he just did it again. He did, I don't know if he did a time lapse or if he just took a video and he sped it up. But then he put on Benny Hill to it. And it was just, I was, I was crying laughing. It was just one of the funniest things. That, that song makes any video better. If you just oh. take a video of, uh, of, I don't know, of anything, speed it walking, up, walking in circles and speed, speed it up it and up, put that song, put it's, you're it. immediately going to have, Comedic you're going to be in a good gold. Yeah, you're going to be in a good mood. So, ah, oh, that's awesome. You know what else is awesome, Sean? What else is awesome? News. All right, all you PC gamers, guess what? Now you get to play PlayStation Classics. PS Now is coming to the PC. And this comes from the PlayStation blog. We're excited to announce that PlayStation Now is making the jump to Windows PC. The app launches overseas in parts of Europe soon and will come to North America shortly thereafter. There is no release date across the pond or across the pond this way. There's no release date yet, but it's coming. So bring a wide selection of PlayStation exclusives to Windows PC for the first time, including entries in the Uncharted, God of War, Ratchet & Clank, as well as beloved PS3 games like Last of Us and Journey. Current subscribers have access to over 400 games, and the PC app provides a new way for even more gamers to discover and play the service. We're also introducing a new device, the DualShock 4 USB wireless adapter, which launches in early September for retail price of $24.99. Blah, 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 blah. You should have Windows 7, 8.1 or 10 to play this. 3.5 gigahertz Intel Core i3 or 3.8 gigahertz AMD A10 or faster processor. Yeah, sure. 300 megabits free. If you don't have 300 megabytes free on your hard drive, what are you doing? Two gigs or more of RAM. So you don't need, your, your specs can be pretty low for this. Yeah. Sound card and USB port. Pretty sure everybody's got a sound card and a USB port. And a min- minimum of five megabits per second Ethernet connection. So I do have to say, you know, we're, we're big kind of funny people here. Colin and Greg always crap on PC players. They do it in good fun. We do it in good fun also. Uh, but it is pretty cool if you've never had a PlayStation before, but you've got a PC, even just a pretty low-level PC, go out and buy a, a DualShock 4 with a USB adapter. You can get DualShock 4s now for like 45 bucks. Get the USB adapter for 25 bucks in earlier September when this comes out. And then, I, I don't, I should have looked up. I can't remember what, do you remember what PS Now is a month? I can't remember. Mm. Ten. I think it's like 12 bucks a month. That's what I was thinking, but I honestly have no idea. But like they said here, like Ratchet and Clank, all the Uncharted games, God of War 3, Last of Us, Journey, all these games you've never been able to play before, now you can play them on PC. It's pretty cool. PS, PS Now does not include PS4 games. So if you're interested in this, just don't think you're going to be able to play Uncharted 4, Metal Gear Solid. Well, I wonder if Metal Gear Solid 5 is on there for PS3. Don't don't play it on PS3. Play uh, the real version. If you got a PC, get it for PC, even if you got to turn your specs down. Don't play the PS3 version. But it's pretty cool. Now, the other thing I'm wondering, 
USB adapter for the DualShock 4, which is the best controller ever made. Was it a dongle? Dongle. Dongle, if you don't like the word dongle, then unsubscribe. You have no No, please don't unsubscribe. We need you to subscribe. Don't do that. Subscribe. Like, subscribe. Pretty cool. What I wonder is, can you use... Because you can use the PS3 on your Mac if you plug it in. It, yeah. With it some, some doing. Well, see, that's what I wonder now. Can you use a PS... I, what I wonder is, can you use the DualShock 4 for things other than PlayStation Now? Like, can you play Steam games with it wirelessly and not have to have it plugged in and stuff like that? I would assume so. I would assume so, too, but I feel like I tried it. Even when doing my PlayStation 3 controller... I feel like I had to do something weird. Like I had to. Did you have to map the buttons or anything? Y- yeah, but you do that through the individual. The do, games. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was something weird where I had to plug it in, in order to be able to Bluetooth it to the computer. Like that was the only way I could get it to recognize. Oh, right. And then so I'm now connected three. via Bluetooth, which I had to do in order to use it. But even once it is connected via Bluetooth, I couldn't unplug it. So it's like I had to do it plugged in, but through Bluetooth. It was really weird. It only, mm. I don't know. It would only work if it was plugged in, even though technically it was doing it through Bluetooth, not through the USB connection. Um, I don't get it, but eventually I got it to work. Cool. So if you're a PC gamer and you listen to us for some reason, <laughs> go play some of the best games that's, that, that have ever come out. No Man's Sky. Oh, boy, the hits keep on coming for this game. So they've been handing out refunds and stuff on Steam because people are so pissed off. And they literally... I, oh, God. I, I, Sean Murray seems like a great guy. I don't. Really, I think they all just got in over their head. Have you happened. seen any of the videos or articles on the flat-out lies about this I know this the big game? thing, spoiler alert, Oh my gosh, let's talk about the the big mystery about the center of the universe. You get there, it's literally nothing. They just just take you back back. out. They take you back out and you start all over. And and there's a guy who has gone through it 11 times and nothing changes. No, it is. That is a flat out lie. The biggest mystery is what's at the center of the universe. Nothing. Nothing's there. I guess go back out. And all you are, it's like, I don't even know if any of it is really happening. It's like, you're just an AI or something. Plus the fact that somebody's been able to do it that many times. And he said it would take 60 hours, whatever he said. He said at least 40 hours if you did no side quests, which obviously is not true. But like Angry Joe did his review, which he he gave it a five out of 10. It seemed like he was going to give it even lower. But he went through like interviews, not just stuff people have said, oh, Sean Murray said you're going to be able to do this. No, he's like, he's watching trailers and he's commenting saying, no, that's bull. That's bull. And he's going through line by line. Sean Murray is saying things. Even just as late as when he went on the Colbert show maybe a month ago and said, yes, you can meet up with players and there is multiplayers in the game. It's like, he was no. on Colbert. He was on Colbert to show the game. Because, so, I mean, they're, again, overhyping games. Check ah. out our podcast a few episodes ago about overhyping yeah, games. Really. So, the- and what sucks, I mean, it doesn't suck because I'm sure Sean Murray's a nice guy, but flat out lies and yeah, no credibility remaining. Next time they make a game with all these like seemingly outrageous claims, everybody's going to probably see right through it. 
fair or not i mean it's absolutely yeah. fair but true oh, fair, or not but they will just assume it's all lies so it's just unreal like they blew that i think time. uh jim sterling did another video somebody else has done videos where they just go over the actual just the flat out lies it's unbelievable but that leads me into the next topic here no man's sky players on pc they're down 90 percent in two weeks since the game launch. This comes from VG247. Now, to be fair, maybe you're going to get into this, but it's not the number of players. It's the number that have been on simultaneously like at any given point or something like that. Now, granted, that probably means maybe half of the people are still playing it that once were. The same number of people could be playing it, just less, I guess is what I'm saying. To where they're not all on at the same time. But yeah, it went from 200,000 to like 20,000 or something. Yep. Ugh. It's from 212,000 to 19,000. Yeah. So, to your point there, this again comes from VG247. These guys are really good. Interest has certainly fizzled out quite a bit. Even when you look at hourly concurrent player data, this drop was expected and the mass majority of games lose a good percentage of their players following the first days of release. But how quickly that number fell and how sharply the graphs go for No Man's Sky is definitely not common. Looking at other big releases this year, The Division peaked at 113,000 on March 12th and dropped to 73,000 two weeks later. That's only half. That's, I mean, that's not even half. XCOM 2, another big game this year, saw a drop from 133,000 to 48,000. Dark Souls 3 and Total Warhammer tell similar stories. The former dropped 129,000 to 71,000 14 days later, while the latter saw players drop from 113,000 to 50,000 two weeks later. We don't have, they don't have any data for PlayStation 4 or anything, but you can tell people are like, this was a game that was supposed to just be like Minecraft, where you just play, you just play forever hundreds and, and hundreds yeah. and even thousands of hours, and that is clearly not happening because people are pissed. Like, the, the center of the universe is BS. They lied about so many things. They, they did say, remember how I brought up how there's a big rock and you shoot your, your mining gun at and it. And it just floats. And it floats. Yeah. They said each planet will have planetary physics. They will have their own physics based on where they're at and what planets are around them and all this. Like, Sean Murray said that. And now you got rocks that just, you shoot out the bottom and the top just stays there. Where's the physics in that? And, like, depending on where you're at, the way you flew, your flying would be different based on the... None of that's in the game. There's all these freighters that you're supposed to be able to interact with and all this stuff. Nope, they're just up in the sky. You can't do anything with them. If you've got a half hour... Watch Angry Joe's review of it on YouTube. It is just fantastic. Yeah. He does such a good job. Some people don't like Angry Joe. They think he's an actor or something. I think he's completely... He's legit. He's 100% legit. He's very entertaining, and he knows his stuff. He loves video games. Just check that out. Anything you want to add there? Honestly, this game... The only way I'm playing this game now is if it shows up on PS Plus at some point. And even 100%. then, and even that, I don't know. I'll now try like, it out just to point? see. Because now there's there's yeah. nothing like right. The whole one of the big selling points of this game was the center of the universe, and it doesn't matter. There's nothing there. Right. There's literally nothing there. It's not just me saying there's nothing there. There's nothing there. You wonder the whole thing about when everything was leaking, and he said to whoever it was that was playing, "Hey man, oh. he said, hey, just come on." Don't ruin it for other people. Don't screw this up for me in my pocketbook. Basically. Pocketbook? Why did I say pocket? He's amazing. He doesn't have a pocketbook. Your billfold? <laughs> Shout out to Dad. Uh, billfold. 
Um, but yeah, that was not don't ruin it for other people. That was don't ruin this for me. Don't let other people know that there's nothing there when you get there. But it makes sense too. Like Colin, I think it was Colin and Greg were talking about how they've never seen Sony go after people so aggressively. Like people that had the game early and like you will not put up any videos like yeah. copyright strikes and, and cease and desist letters and all this stuff. It's like obviously they were new and they, they knew that the game was not what it was supposed to be. Yep, and they were trying to put the the kibosh on that. Do you say kibosh or kibosh? kibosh. kibosh. Wait, what else do you say? Some people say kibosh. I'm like, no, no, I say kibosh. Yeah, kibosh. All right, I got to get your input on this. Seems like we do Final Fantasy every week, but apparently the first half of Final Fantasy is open world, and the second half is not. I saw you interacting with, I think John Bernardo. Shout John Bernardo about this, John. but let's uh, read this. This comes from Kotaku, and then I'll let you talk. The second half says Final Fantasy XV director Hajime Tabata, sorry, goes linear. In a recent interview with Famitsu, Tabata talks about how the game is structured. Tabata explains that the game's chapters go from 0 to 15, but here's where things get interesting. As for, quote, as for Final Fantasy XV structure, it has both an open world part and a linear part. The open world element continues throughout the first half, and because of the story, the second half progresses linearly. Huh. Sounds like Final Fantasy thirteen in reverse. I don't know. You can explain that. Continuing, he adds, if you if you do it like that, then you won't get tired of the open world. And as the whole game becomes more focused, you can enjoy a traditionally Final Fantasy style progression. Tabata added that the that playing through the main the game's main route takes between forty and fifty hours. We've heard that before. So players should have the opportunity to savor both styles of gameplay. That is, if Final Fantasy fifteen is any good. We'll find out this November when the title is finally released. What does that mean to you, Sean? Open world versus linear, and then I've got some thoughts on it as it relates to Metal Gear, just because. It's definitely... So I haven't... I never finished Final Fantasy thirteen. I think I played that for like, I don't know, five hours tops, and then just, I said, I'm Oh, done. that's right. But it sounds like Final Fantasy ten in reverse. Ten was fairly linear. Um, you're ten, on... Ten or ten two? Ten. Just kidding. Not ten two. Maybe ten two. I don't know. Ten, you're basically on a pilgrimage, and you start down at wherever Besaid, and you have to get up to Xanarkand. And it's literally a path you follow. And sometimes there are forks, and if you go this way, it takes you to this place. If you go this way, it takes you to this place. But it's pretty linear. And then towards the end of the game, maybe like ninety percent of the way through, you get access to the airship, and the airship. Unlike in Final Fantasy VII, where you're literally flying this thing around, it's basically a menu. You see a map, and you say, do you want to go here, 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 or here? So in that respect, it becomes non-linear at the end, because you can just go back to wherever you want. But still, yeah. And so this kind of sounds like it's that in reverse. Which... I don't... I told John Bernard that you know, I think I'm okay with this. But the more I'm thinking about it, well, I am okay with it as long as it goes linear, nonlinear, and then, nope. No. Nonlinear, linear, and then nonlinear end at the game. end. Yeah. I at would hope post, there's... Post-end of the game. Something. Yeah. yeah. There has to be a time at the end when you're fully you're powered out. up and yeah. whatever to go where you can now go back to that, nonlinear. Yeah. yeah. There's other areas to explore ultimate weapon or whoever all these big bosses to fight not big boss boss. we'll talk about him in a little bit yep so i hope it doesn't just turn linear and then you're linear till it ends roll credits and that's it you load your game up you just fight the final boss again 
So as long as it goes back, it I sounds wish, like it's. I a, wish Zelda was like that, by the way. So really, this is like an inverse Oreo cookie. If you had cream cookie cream, that's what this game should be. Open and great in the beginning. Then there's this part in the middle where okay, you're on this set path. Be so just messy. deal with it. And then after that, you're back to open world, nonlinear. But nobody's saying that yet, and it kind of freaks me out, and I don't like it. Because that's the whole thing about Final Fantasy is you play the game, you level up, you grow, you get more uh, playable characters and stuff, you get better weapons. Nice try. (laughs) It's a secret. Um, And then you go back and you do all the stuff you couldn't do before. You get access to new areas, fight hard enemies, whatever. So... There, ha- I'm. There has to be. I'm sure a there's an non-linear yeah. aspect at the end of this game. There has to be. I, I can't believe they would screw that up. So I'm hoping it's more that the first fifty percent is non-linear. The next thirty, forty percent is linear, and then the last ten, twenty percent, you're back to okay. You can do whatever you want. Here's the final boss. You can go fight him whenever you want, or you can go do all this stuff before you go and end the game. I'm hoping that's what happens. I'll be extremely disappointed if that is not the case. Because if you can only be open world, non-linear, when you're at like 20, 30% power, what's the point? So I'm hoping they do it right. But I'm getting a little worried because nobody's talking about that part of it yet. So be nice if Metal Gear Solid Five had a final boss you were going towards. Oh, they did. They They cut it before Kojima could finish the game. So when I hear this, everything relates to Metal Gear with me when it comes to video games. I think of chapter one. Like I remember the first E3 trailer, 2013, when they did, that they showed the intro to when you get to Afghanistan and then they showed him infiltrating, rescuing cows and all this stuff. And there's all the title cards and MGS goes open world. And I was like, well, that's cool, I guess, but it's also kind of concerning. Metal Gear doesn't really lend itself to an open world. I love Metal Gear Solid Five because they, they the, the gameplay was absolutely perfect. If you know Metal Gear Solid Five and if you've been listening to us at all, you know I feel, and we everybody feels, the story was obviously lacking. Kojima didn't get to finish the stupid game. This seems like that's how, hearing them talk about this, that's how Metal Gear Solid Five should have been. It should have been chapter one open world and you're doing all this stuff and you're building diamond dogs, but you've still got the end game where you're trying to get mm. to yeah. Skullface and all this other stuff and you beat Skullface and then you've got chapter two. Chapter two was just a cluster. Do you remember the, the they showed a trailer for chapter two after you beat chapter one? Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. And then they made it seem way more dramatic than it was because it was just replay this mission or do this or just do five side ops at a time and then the next mission unlocks. Right. And then all of a sudden, here's the end and there's this huge, huge bombshell that gets dropped related to Big Boss and Venom Snake and Metal Gear 1, how it all ties in, but it just Turns out, out he was Gray Fox all along. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. He's not Gray Fox. Don't. Stop listening here and think he's actually Gray Fox or that we think he's Gray Fox. But it just comes out of nowhere. nowhere. And I just... But again, the game... Kojima called it Phantom Pain for a reason. So all their bitching and complaining and this cut content and all that, it would not surprise me at all if 
We were never supposed to get episode 51. We were never going to get the Kingdom of the Flies and that second battle with Sahelanthropus. We were never going to get chapter 3. That he was, just like with Metal Gear Solid 2, which just gets better and better and better and more relevant as the years go on, He maybe he really did make the game he wanted to make, but he can't talk about it now. And Kajami. Kajamas? Konami's not talking about it, so like we don't know. We don't know. But I digress. It just seems like this is how Metal Gear Solid Five should have been structured. I think it would have made yeah, that would have made perfect sense. Open world, build your base, get a real chapter two, get to the end game, get to the final revelation, get to the chopper, get to the chopper. I still don't know with that ending. I don't know how you do that ending without it just coming out of nowhere, like. At some point, it just seems like he comes back from a mission and then he's got the tape and he listens to the tape. Right. By the way, it's almost been one year since this game came out. If you want to know what I want to talk about next week, <laughs> spoiler alert. So anything else you want to add on Final Fantasy? No, nah, that's about it. I'm scared, but you're still remaining getting the game, hopeful. Right? Oh, I'll get the game, yeah. Speaking of Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid Five is the best-selling PlayStation 4 game in Japan. 438,000 units sold. Knack was number two at just over 400,000. It's only that high because it was bundled in Japan. But that's a bundled game. Metal Gear Solid Five beat it by almost 40,000 units. Black Ops 3, 356,000. Dragon Quest Heroes, 329,000. Dark Souls 3, 321,000. Metal Gear Solid beat it. Metal Gear Solid Five beat them all. I wish they would release concrete sales numbers. I want. To, I, I know it, it sold three million in the first day or whatever. I don't know how long of a lifespan it's had. You know, I don't think it'll sell as well as Metal Gear Solid Two. I think was still the best selling in the in the series. Yeah, I don't think it'll get up there, but I I, I want to know what it actually sold, what the numbers looked like, and everything. So, anything you want to add? Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. No, I'm good. Uh, we might be getting a Duke Nukem 3D remake, which is good. I think. I'm all about that. From GameSpot, a remake of Duke Nukem 3D will be announced this week, according to a new report. The source of the rumor is a Reddit post, but its veracity has been strengthened by the appearance of Duke Nukem website featuring a countdown clock. According to Reddit user Tesla55, who cites somebody that has leaked the information to him, the game is called Nuke Duke. Nuke Dukem? <laughs> Nuke Dukem. <laughs> Put up your Nuke Dukems. Spoiler. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D World Tour and is being developed by Nerve Software, a studio founded by an ex-id software developer. That's a good thing. Nerve has pre- previously contributed to the development of Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, and Doom 2 Remake for Xbox Live. Among Whoa, that, they did a Doom 2 Remake? That's awesome. The leaker describes World Tour as a, quote, remix of Duke Nukem 3D that will have, quote, a lot of new slash original content added. It will also supposedly feature online co-op and deathmatch gameplay modes, but the leaker isn't 100% sure. Of course, as compelling as the screenshots, and there were screenshots that released also. By the way, remind me to talk about that here in a second. As the screenshots and countdown websites are, they're also very fakeable. Given that Duke Nukem's 20th anniversary is approaching, it would be the perfect timing for a hoax. How many years? 20th. Since Duke Nukem 3D? 96. Holy crap. GameSpot has contacted Gearbox for a statement they haven't heard back. The last game, obviously, was Duke Nukem Forever, one of the most anticipated games forever, one of the worst games ever made also. 
uh, it was 2000 and yeah, 2011 when it came out, people realized we don't really need a new Duke Nukem. We liked the first one for what it was, but it was, these screenshots don't look like they're much of a remaster or am I crazy? Oh, it's not a remaster at all. They're just putting it back out. The, the scenery looks exactly the same. Like you see a picket fence and it's like, I mean, what should just be a line is like square, 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 square. But I will say that he's got the one I saw had the Devastator or whatever it was called. Like, yes. Yeah. That looked pretty clear, clearer than I remember. I did think when you see like the gun in front, that, that even the very pistol and clear. stuff looks a little bit clearer. Yeah, but the the environment looks just as pixely, if you want to call it that, as it as it used to. I certainly wouldn't call it a remaster. This is or a remake. I mean, it's just a re-release. Yeah, at but best. I mean, and I've got it. On I mean, PS3. I'm fine with it. I'm, I've got it on PS3 though. Like it came out on PS. Oh, it really? was a PS Plus game that. on PS3. Oh, okay. six, seven months ago, so I downloaded just because that. Yeah. But I'm all for it. If it's a real remake. I love that game. Do you? I did. I, that's I what I'm saying. I did, too. That's what I wonder, I may play though. it now and just be like, all right, well, this when is When I played it on for... PS3 a little bit, I was like, well, I can't obviously play this when the kids are awake or anything. Right. Um, it was very nostalgic. Hit them all out of gum. Gosh. And then the... The urinal. Oh. <laughs> Did I nail that? That's one Doom Space Marine. Get it? Doom Space Marine. That was a good game. I would like to play Duke Nukem Forever just to know what he says about other shooters. But I could also just go to YouTube. What? I wonder. Supposedly was so bad about that game. It was just bad. But like it was just like, like it didn't evolve at all. It was just like Duke Nukem with a fresh coat of paint. But... Worse controls, no story. They were like more fart jokes and everything. <laughs> like it, it just, it took everything that was 90s about Duke Nukem 3D that made it good, turned it up to 11, and it was not good anymore because it was 2011. Hmm. And it had been in development for 15 years. Yeah. I kind of do want to play it just to, uh, forever, yeah. I'm talking, just to see what the, right, whatever the opposite of hype is. Dipe, Dipe. Sounds German. It, what you just said, segue. Imagine that. Um, we never. I'm a that. huge Boy Meets World fan, and so there's an early went back when Corey is still young, and he's in class with Mr. Feeney, and Mr. Feeney asks, you know, Corey or. Mr. Matthews, <laughs> what is the acronym of SCUBA? And he says, Duba? <laughs> <laughs> and then Mr. Feeney just goes, SCUBA Duba. And that was the end of it. But that just made me think of that. And that is such a good That's show. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> it was such a good Scuba show. Duba. Scuba Duba. I-, I think I remember that episode too. Oh, oh. I love that show. TV was so much better when we were kids. It really was. At least, I mean, young people TV was so much better than it is now. Yeah. Games with Gold for September have been announced. The X Bone is getting Earthlock, a new RPG, and Assassin's Creed Chronicles, which are horrible games. Sorry, don't play that. Xbox 360, Forza Horizon. I guess it's the first one, so it came out like forever ago. And Mirror's Edge, 
I'm guessing they're putting that out there because they're like, oh, crap. Everybody said they wanted Mirror's Edge Catalyst, and then nobody bought it. So maybe if we give them Mirror's Edge for free, they'll be like, oh, this was kind of fun. Let's go buy Catalyst, but I don't know. PS Plus games are not out yet, but the rumors are saying they're going to. there will be one AAA game on there. The rumors are either Killzone Shadowfall, which was a launch game for PS3 that a lot of people think is the... I mean, PS4, which a lot of people think is the best Killzone game ever made, or Watch Dogs. Oh, wow. Now, my question is to you. It doesn't really matter if it's PM Plus because you can borrow mine. <laughs> but are you interested in Watch Dogs 2 at all? And I, don't, I think the answer is no. But no. Then, well, kind but if of. you were to play Watch Dogs. But it's Dog, because I haven't played okay. the first one. But now to me, playing, if nothing else, it seems like... I really love. It seems I really very watchdogs. Overwhelming. Like I just picture it being. I, it's it's weird because I think if GTA Six was announced, I'd be like, I can't wait. But when I think about Watchdogs, I'm like, I'm not ready for this. I can't. Even though I haven't played GTA Five in like over a year now, probably. It was just such a big game. I never did finish it, but it's like I can't. You never beat the campaign. Although I did just buy Witcher, so it's not like I was oh, I'm say, not ready I'm to play a big BS, game again. But but, yeah. but that's something about why. it just seems. The the undertaking of it just seems overwhelming. It, I don't know if it's if one. It's is only free, like a thirty hour I would game. Download it. I would play it. Probably, I don't know that I would beat. You would it. sample it and say, okay, do I want? And to maybe go that'll be Watch Dogs to, Two, where they improved everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like Watch Dogs, I really liked it. the The driving was horrible, though, especially after playing GTA Five, which the driving was perfect. You can't shoot while you drive. Like, there's, I definitely have gripes, and it was nothing like what it was when they first showed it at E3. 2011, I want to say. But it seems like Watch Dogs 2 is going to be that, and everything they've shown is actually what the game is because they're, they're not hyping it up for three years. They're hyping it up for six months, which is perfect. It's like they did right. Fallout 4 last year. That's how all games should be. As much as I love seeing Death Stranding three, four, seven years before that game ever comes out, it's not the best way to, to to show a game, I don't think. I agree. Sean, it's that time of the week. Good, because I just figured you out what I was going to Good. You know what time it is, though? It's uh, time for the... <laughs> it's the back of the box challenge. If you weren't familiar with the back of the box challenge, this is how we end every weekly podcast that we do here at the Two Player Co-op Podcast. We were inspired by games like 20 Questions and all that other stuff. We've, we've tried 20 Questions in the past, but we didn't want to copy Game Scoop because that's their thing. We're going to do our own thing. We tried doing Guess Who. That was interesting. Didn't work that well. Epic failure. So we came up with the Back the Box Challenge. What it is, if, if you could tell by the name, we think of a game from our past. We look at the back of the retail box. We read the description aloud to the other player. We bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game away or make it too obvious. The other player then has however many questions he wants to ask because we don't really keep track of it because this is a game where the points don't matter and the... The points don't matter and... And the scores are made... Something's made up. Something's made up and the points don't matter. The rules are made up and the points, points don't, don't matter. matter. Which is basically, that's the back-of-the-box challenge. So, yeah, we read the back-of-the-box, the other player tries to guess it, and we go from there. All right. Oops. I think you're up this time, Sean. Go ahead. Okay. Um, all right. Intergalactic terror strikes the small town of Onet as a blazing extraterrestrial object crashes in the night. The Earth now faces imminent destruction by the universal threat known as Gigas. 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 
guy, I guess. Um, yeah. Armed with a blank. I career. <laughs> I proved my proof. I just had a stroke. <laughs> Something. <laughs> A courageous boy named Blank vows to save the planet from hideous destruction. That doesn't make sense. What other uh, destruction? Okay. Beautiful destruction. Uh, he must What's first. The- oh, beautiful disaster was 30 seconds more. Keep going. He must first find his heroic companions, Paula, Jeff. <laughs> Paula and Jeff? <laughs> and Blank. I'll bleep that name out because maybe you would know that for some reason. Uh, along the way Cloud. To, to eight mysterious places called, in quotations, your sanctuary. In order to gain power and put an end to the interstellar threat. The citizens of Onet lend their support by providing high-tech gadgets, robotic time machines, and wacky stories about how strange life has become. We are two wild and crazy guys. Lurking aliens and inexplicable phenomenon... It should be phenomena. 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 Are being reported throughout the countryside. Our four wonder kids band together with innovation, psychic powers, and resourceful weapons. Will, I almost said his name, will blank succeed in his attempts, or her name? <laughs> will blank, uh, I've been saying his this whole time. W- will Paula? Will blank succeed in his attempts to ambush countless frightening monsters as he travels? The ultimate test lies in the impending encounter with the all-powerful Gygus. This must be the biggest box ever for a game release. Some small text. So clearly this is an RPG with a party system. Okay. Is this a Super Nintendo game? Yes. Did we talk about it earlier? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Is it it Mother? I mean, Earthbound? Crap. It's what what it's called in Japan. Am I right? Is it Ness? It is Ness. Crap, you got that pretty easy. I the whole time when you when you blanked out the weapon because I have no idea what he uses in that game. A cracked baseball bat. I would. I thought. Oh, really? No. But what? Yeah, I, you always see him with a baseball. For bat. some reason, what I thought of. Shout out to Tom Johnson. Sort of Vermilion is what I thought of, which was an old Genesis RPG that came out. Like I remember eighty nine or ninety. Tom had it. He loved it, and I, I couldn't remember if I had a party system or not. But when you blanked out the weapon, I was like, you used the sword of Vermilion, but then you. Paula and Jeff or whatever. I'm like, so then I started thinking, okay, it is very much grounded. So the other thing armed with a cracked baseball bat, a cookie and an ATM card. And so your friends are Paula, Jeff, right? We talked about that. And, oh yeah, I didn't get the other, the third one. I bleeped out. Pooh. P O O Paula, Jeff, and no, no H Pooh. P-O-O. Boo Ridley. Um, what else? What else did I bleep out? I think that was pretty much it. I almost thought about bleeping out. Wait, so what gave it away? Because I almost bleeped out psychic powers. Because I don't know if you would get None that. None of that. Okay. None of that. The, the, only, the, the thing gave oh, it away Oh, just because Paula and Jeff? Paula and Jeff, because I thought Earthbound was somewhat grounded uh, in now times. Right. And I was like, those seem like pretty generic white people names. And I thought, well, Earthbound is about a pretty generic little white dude. But I didn't know he had a crack baseball bat and all that yeah. other stuff. All right. Good job. I thought you would struggle with that a little more. Um. All right. Ready? Ready. This might be really easy, but it is what it is. Your thief is robbing the local bank. 
Four police officers are hot on his trail. Grab gold coins and treasures on the run. Keep one jump ahead of the law. When the cops close in, blank. Make tracks in another direction. Run smack into a cop and you're caught. There's nowhere to hide. Is that it? <laughs> That's it. There's bullet points, but it's like, go for the highest score, blah, blah, blah. Is this like an endless runner or something? No. That's what it sounds like. I only bleeped out one thing. If you get stuck, I'll read it to you. Do we own this game? Yes. Um, was it 16-bit? No. Is it 8-bit? No. 32-bit? Nope. 64-bit? Nope. Is it a computer game? Nope. <laughs> Is it PlayStation 2 game? Nope. Is it in television? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get it. Oh, now. okay. So now I know what it is. Is it... Oh, crap. Um, it's... Yeah. yeah. Is it lock and chase? Lock and chase. When the cops close in, lock a door. That was the only thing I bleeped out. See, I don't... That wouldn't have helped me at all. I don't remember because, anything about that gameplay. I remember its existence. It's set up just like Night Stalker. You've got the maze. It like You're, it's basically like Pac-Man, but those are the bad guys, and then there's the cop trying to chase you. And But I don't know if that... Like, I thought there was something in the middle of the stage, like Night Stalker, how it's got the the the, 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 the like the jail cell yeah, you can yeah. go into and save yourself, but... I don't know. Hey, we both did a lot better than <laughs> we did last week. That's awesome. I feel like we're a legitimate podcast host now. Speaking of podcast hosts, this has been episode 36 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you guys for being here with us. Uh, if you could, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead. I uh, forget. Like it here. Hit the subscribe button over here. As we're, we're trying to make you well aware of, we're at 20-something subscribers now. We're trying 20, to get to 21. 21. We're trying to get to 100 subscribers. That's what gets us our custom URL, and then the sky's the limit from there. If you're listening to us on podcast services, thank you. Go ahead, check us out on YouTube. Also, like the video, subscribe. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff than the podcast there also, especially as we uh, we try to drive more content towards YouTube. Uh, yeah, wherever you listen to us, leave us reviews, positive, hopefully, if you like what we're doing and everything. And, uh, yeah, it's been 36 episodes of the Two-Player Co-op Podcast. We'll be back for next week for uh, episode 37. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing.